Welcome to Wisdom Flow Yoga Podcasts. In this podcast, we look at the basics of yoga philosophy. Philosophy, the word itself, is very fascinating. Philo means life or love, and Sophie, coming from the name of the goddess of wisdom, means wisdom or study. So philosophy is the study of love or the study of life, could also be the love of wisdom. Let's say it's both. So philosophy is looking at the way life or love flows, and there is a flow to our energy, to life. And that flow often can get stuck and sometimes flow very freely. So as we study this flow of the love that we are, we're interested in seeing what is it that causes the flow to get pinched off and stuck and what allows the flow to be strong and free. And in studying that, we understand how to navigate our lives more towards an open and steady flow and away from what tends to get us stuck. It's pretty simple. It's kind of Dr. Seuss simple, but that's what makes it powerful. So in the yoga tradition, there are many gods and goddesses that help create stories around energies and ideas that help us understand how to unstick the stuck places of the flow of our love and the flow of our lives. The most popular triplet of gods and goddesses is called the Trimurti and the Tri Devi. The Trimurti being the three gods and the Tri Devi the three goddesses. And they're like three couples, you might say. And they represent the flow of waves of creation. As we, unbounded souls, come and embody our human selves, we are moving through a big wave of creation called our life. We're born, the wave builds as we grow and become adults, and then we move into adventures and the legacies and relationships that we build, and the wave comes to fullness, and eventually the wave of our life begins to curl and fall back into the ocean as we turn to our fall and autumn years and eventually transition back to pure energy. Now within that big wave of our life, beginning, middle, and end, there are many smaller waves of the things that we create, the art projects, the businesses, the homes, the relationships, families, the legacy that we leave. So those waves each have those three parts of inception, building into fullness, fullness, maintaining the fullness, and then the beginning of a dissolution, an unraveling back to pure energy. And if you think about, you know, the relationships you had when you were young, you get that, you have a crush, you get the nerve to ask the person out, You get to know each other. It builds into maybe a committed relationship that lasts until it isn't working anymore. And then there's a parting of ways. And it is the relationship, a memory, and it lives in the heart of each person who was in it, even if you never talk to them again. Same thing with jobs. We'll move into a new job, and it will, that wave will last as long as it is serving our highest, and hopefully we gracefully know when it's time to let go. And then a new wave will come. So the first couple 
Brahman and Saraswati, they represent the starting of the wave. Brahman is the energy of new beginnings. He hangs out in the East. New beginnings, something new. And the God is representing the energy of newness. We've all had that feeling where before we even know exactly what's going to happen, we know that we're ready for something new. Now, Saraswati, the goddess, is asking us to create wise form, sensible, authentic form around the new idea. So when something is beginning, we want to do our due diligence, both to study our environment and the skills and knowledge needed to make this new creation successful and sustainable, but also to look within and be sure that this thing that we're creating, this new thing we're giving birth to, is in alignment with who we really are. Is it something we're doing out of desperation or to please someone else? Or is it really coming from our own heart? And Saraswati is reminding us, only those things which you build from a true and pure desire within you are going to serve your highest and make an offering to those around you. If we're moving from another place of pressure or obligation, well, we know how that goes. It might feel like it's solving a problem for a while, but there's no sustainable energy in it because it's not in alignment with the deepest parts within us. And so this is a beautiful part of the philosophy. Often our energy, our love, our life feels stuck when we are building things out of a sense of pressure or obligation. I've got to do this or else some bad thing will happen. I've got to do this or my parents will never be pleased with me. I've got to do this or this or that person won't approve of me. There are lots of stories that we tell that pressure us to create things so that they're not coming from the truth within us, but they're coming from some fear-based agenda. And that is going to create a sticky place in the flow of our love and our life. And so here, the philosophy of Brahman and Saraswati are teaching us, take time when you're starting something new and turn inward and make sure it's something that is deeply aligned with your own heart with your own happiness and your natural skills and proclivities. And then do your due diligence and plan well. Organize well before you act so that this new wave of creation, whether it's a relationship or a business or a new home, so this new creation is something that is going to serve your highest and be sustainable and, and be a shining example of those around you of good creation, positive creation. Now the next couple in this triplet is Vishnu, the god, and Lakshmi, his consort, the goddess. Lakshmi and Vishnu represent the peak of the wave when a new creation has come to fullness and we want it to hang around because it's so delicious. You know, when you start a relationship and it's just going swimmingly, 
and you have that feeling of, oh, I want this to never end. It's so delicious. Or perhaps you have a new puppy or a new grandbaby or maybe even a new business that everyone is enjoying and it seems to be going swimmingly. And you're thinking, what can I do to keep this around, to really honor this blessing and maintain it well so it lasts a long time? That's really the energy of Vishnu. Vishnu is virtue and appreciation. Vishnu is responsibility for caring for the blessings that we're currently receiving in our lives. It is a recognition, recognition of the goodness and preciousness of that which has come into fullness in our lives. And Lakshmi is the goddess of abundance. She's often seen sitting on a full lotus flower with gold coins dropping out of her right hand. And what she and Vishnu are teaching us, and again, these gods and goddesses are representing energies that are archetypical in everyone's life. Um, sort of like the way that we use fables and, and characters to teach kids uh, important life lessons. Right? So don't take it too seriously, like you're bowing down to false gods or any of that. This is all sort of adult fables for understanding ourselves and bringing the best out in ourselves. Okay, back to Lakshmi and Vishnu. So Lakshmi is reminding us that when we appreciate our blessings, they keep giving. So Vishnu is saying, I am the energy of virtuous appreciation and virtuous and responsible maintenance of blessings. And Lakshmi says, I really like that energy and I want to snuggle up next to it. And whenever there is responsibility, appreciation and virtue happening, oh, the milk and honey is going to flow. The abundance is going to stick around. In short, this couple is teaching us what you appreciate, what you actively appreciate, it's going to stick around and it's even going to grow bigger. Yeah. So the fullness of the wave. Now, often we've all had the experience where we have blessings in our lives and we almost become blind to them. We take them for granted and we're looking around for things to complain about. And often this, if it goes on chronically, will lead to a disappearance of that which we really were loving. And then after the thing is gone, we realize what a boon it was in our lives and how silly we were for not taking good care of it and appreciating it. Yeah. And so this again is part of philosophy. Often the flow of our life and love can get really messed up or stuck when we forget to actively appreciate and take good care of the blessings that we've been given. And Vishnu and Lakshmi teach us to be mindful of that, to keep the fullness around. Okay, now our final couple in this three-part wave, Shiva and Kali. Now, Shiva is known as the destroyer. And that sounds very sort of gothic and morbid but really he is precious in that what he's destroying is that which is no longer serving us i think we've probably all had the experience of knowing that either a relationship or a job or even a friendship is no longer serving our highest and yet 
we're clinging to it for some reason, often fear or not wanting to hurt another person. And we can sense that when you hold on to something that isn't serving you, isn't moving you towards your own evolution, that there's sort of a festering. Things get really uncomfortable and under the surface, there's just some unrest. So Shiva is asking us, be mindful of that which is no longer in alignment with who you are becoming, because we are ever evolving. We're ever evolving. Our energy is constantly changing and growing. And often the structure of our lives no longer is appropriate, doesn't match or reflect the energy, the new energy that we've become. We've all had that. A job that we outgrow, a relationship that we outgrow, one person goes one way, the other another way. It's no longer a match. And being, and Shiva, Shiva is saying, gracefully let go. Gracefully let go. Trust that the next thing will come in divine timing, but let go. Don't hold on to that which isn't feeling very harmonious, uplifting, and in alignment with where you're headed. Yeah. Now, Kali is Shiva's consort. And basically, when we don't feel the energetic and honor the energetic invitation to gracefully let go, often this will manifest in something cataclysmic happening. We've all had it, you know, when a relationship should have ended a year ago and then some shocking betrayal happens because neither person is really showing up to conduct a mindful and timely breakup. And so there's some explosion. It happens in other aspects of our lives too, financially, right? You're not really looking honestly at your budget, sort of ignoring the way that you're spending and hoping things will work themselves out behind the scenes. Yeah, that doesn't go well. Well, when we don't show up for the Shiva energy and let go of the relationships and the habits, the friends that are no longer serving our highest, the energy of Kali comes in. And this is generally when we go, where did this chaos come from? So Kali is often depicted with skulls around her neck, a knives and swords, blood dripping from them, standing on a pile of dead bodies, a big tongue hanging out below her chin, fangs, and crazy hair. So she is that energy of, if my person isn't going to gracefully let go when it's time to let something go, I'm going to get off the swords and I'm going to create a little bit of chaos, going to create a big storm and knock this old, dusty structure down. See, we have to let structure crumble so that a new structure can be built around the new and expanded energy that we've become. This is the essence of the waves. As we build something new, we receive it fully. We appreciate it, live it, drink it in, savor it, milk it at the fullness of the wave. There's always going to be a time when it is appropriate for the wave to start dropping, to hold the energy and the wisdom and, and, and all of the nectar that's made us more from the wave, but then let the structure go because it's time to build a new structure to hold the new energy 
that we've become from the old wave. You see, this is the spiral of our own evolution. You turn a spiral sideways, it's a wave. So this is the beautiful growth pattern that we see in nature and in our own human lives and all through the cosmos. And so Shiva and Kali are saying, don't be afraid to let go of old structure. You've got to bury the past. You've got to let the compost heap brew and become fertile soil for the next wave. Otherwise, you'll just be stuck. And then here we are back to philosophy, the study of the flow of love or life, understanding what makes that flow get stuck and the things that we can do to wake up and keep the flow strong. So one more time we'll review the Trimurti and Tridevi, these three gods and goddesses and their representation. Brahma and Sarasvati, they represent new beginnings. Let's start something new. We're here to make known the unknown. Let's take energy and bring it into a new experience and form. Brahman and Sarasvati. Brahman is that energy of, yes, something new. Sarasvati is the structure around that energy that says, make sure it's true to your heart and do your homework to develop the knowledge and skill, the organization that this new manifestation comes about in a way that serves your highest and makes an offering to those around you. And then we have Vishnu and Lakshmi, and they are the peak of the wave. The new thing has been created. Now Vishnu says, show up and appreciate it and take good care of it. And Lakshmi says, as long as you do that, the deep appreciation and the care and responsibility, the abundance will continue to flow. You'll continue receiving the nectar of this blessing. And then we have Shiva and Kali, and they say, be aware. Be aware of when the structure starts to feel old and moldy. And gracefully take responsibility to start releasing it with closure, with reverence. Let the structure crumble. Let go. Be kind and compassionate as you end things. Be mindful and timely as you end things. And Kali again, and if you don't, then there's maybe going to be a storm or a little bit of chaos to help light a fire under your butt and let you let go of the past so you can move on to the next wave. I hope this has helped you understand a little more about the very practical uplifting and supportive yoga philosophy and some of the characters within the philosophy and mythology that help us really understand these energies and bring them to life in our own experience so we bring out the best in ourselves. Thanks for tuning in. Aloha. Aloha.